Hey y'all, welcome to Bluegrass Race Up. Today, we have a good one for you. Today we'll talk about the cutoff race at Daytona that happened two weeks ago, and we're on to playoff racing. Let's get it done. Hey y'all, my name is Bryce. I am the director of content here for Bluegrass iRacing Series. I also race on Tuesdays in the number nine Xfinity Chevrolet, sponsored by TNC Donald Landscaping. Uh, I'm joined in the on the show with my good friend Alex. I'm back again, uh, driving the number 97 Chevrolet Silverado in the Truck Series. Uh, I'm moonlighted in the Cup Series and in, in the number 97 Camaro. I'm sponsored by an assortment of Texas wrappers, um, <laughs> butt cleaning devices, and occasionally my dog. You have um, the best sponsor I've ever seen, <laughs> and it makes our broadcast team laugh every time it, we see it. Man, they're loving it. After every race, my wife is like, oh, they said this, this, and that about your car. So <laughs> that I feel like that's the one that's going to stick. I like doing the other stuff, but I, I feel like I'm the, I'm the tushy ass blaster guy now. Um, hopefully, yeah. we'll be uh, joined by Jason. He uh, sounds like his lower intestine is in a prize fight with Mike Tyson <laughs> right now. So <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> if if he wins that fight, he'll show up. If he uh, loses it, and it kind of sounded like he was losing it, maybe he won't. So it'll <laughs> be a surprise for us all, either way. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry I missed last week. Uh, I had some. A prior commitment with work was working out of town did not bring any of my equipment to that hotel because for one i didn't trust the hotel and two i just didn't want to pack my whole setup so was not here last week and i apologize but we're here we're gonna get this one rolling so speaking of rolling uh, we're gonna roll right past the bluegrass news there really isn't any because we've had a full week off we're heading to a full week off after some bluegrass but one thing we do have is uh your playoff drivers for each series so we have the starting out with the truck series um since you race in the truck series alex yeah you have everything pulled up you want you want to read that one off for us oh let me pull her up real quick my good friend uh let's see truck series truck series standings all right so our top 16 it's not 16 and we'll get into why later, but for now, <laughs> you're just going to have to go with it. So in 17th, Brian Terry, 16th, Travis Twitty, 15th, Joshua Clemens, 14th, Nate, Nathan Mascroft, 13th, Adam Newbert, 12th, TJ Hanley, 11th, Ed Osborne, 10th, my teammate, Ron Morris Jr., uh, 9th, Alan Duranco, 8th, David Brackett, Seventh, yours truly. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixth, uh, Justin White. Fifth, Wes Wigand. Fourth, Bobby Hall. Third, Dan the Man Worthington. Uh, second, Robbie Richards. Robbie Reckon Richards. Uh, some <laughs> have been calling him lately. And, uh, and coming in hot, carrying it with all the momentum right now is Keith Hackney with, uh, with five wins on the season. And he has, let's see here. Uh, just a, an 18 point lead over over Robbie right now. So despite the it's less than I thought, big, yeah, despite the big win discrepancy as far as points go, there no everybody that's in the playoffs has has a chance to make some noise. Which I think 
I mean, it would be a stretch for, I don't know, the guys that are, you know, maybe more than 100 points back. But you go down to, like, well, David Brackett that's right behind me, he's he's less than 100 points back. So there's definitely some, uh, some opportunities for some chaos because – Every race is super important. You have a bad race, and that can that can screw your whole playoff bit up. So it's it's going to be some good racing when we get back to it. I think. Yeah, especially since all three series were starting up. We're starting the first round. I believe each each round is, uh, I believe, uh, two races each. So you know, round of sixteen yep. is two races. Round of eight, round of four, whatever. So yep. well, round of four um, is one race. It's so, just one. Yep. Yeah. So or. 16 12 a you know what i mean but yeah, uh yeah. <laughs> a couple of seasons ago it was only one race and i got screwed and i wrecked on the and at bristol as a first round and completely just screwed my whole my whole playoff bid but but yeah i mean the truck series i feel like that's some better stacked league of, of uh talent if, than all three series and there's not one clear runaway that I can think of. I mean, yeah, Hackney's been been strong, but there's no one person that I would think can will like will run away. It seems like everyone's yeah. like can run consistent or run good enough to be to beat Hackney because Hackney's not undefeatable. I mean, he's he's either beat himself or there is drivers that can beat him. So, yeah. And it, it's, it depends on the, on the track too. He, he's a, obviously dirt guy first and kills there. None of that in the playoffs, but it, I mean, he's strong on short tracks and he's, he's fast on road courses now too, because they're <laughs> just practicing like crazy. So that's uh, ob- obviously he's the favorite right now, but we'll, we'll see how things go. Yeah. I mean, there's, Move, and then we're going to move on to the Xfinity series now. Uh, starting in 16th position, uh, we have Darius Boyd. I am yours truly is in 15th. Travis Twitty is in 14th. Sean Korsdutsa, Kors, I can never pronounce his name, <laughs> is uh, in right now in 13th. Mo Abbott is in 12th. Tony Iverson is in 11th. 10th place is Justin Winters. 9th place is Nathan Maurer. 8th place is Brad Neer. Uh, 7th place is uh, Robbie Reckon Richards. Um, <laughs> and then 6th place is Adam Lancaster. 5th place is uh, Michael Robinson. 4th uh, is James Silvers. 3rd place is Radburn Shutters. 2nd is Brandon Robertson. And 1st place in points and regular season champion is Scott Fritz. So with uh the way this playoff grid, man, this bottom, you know, 16th to 12th is is honestly the rat the the battle because rank we're all split by less than 20 points. Um so one bad race in from New Hampshire or I forget where we're going a second week, but if we have a bad um, if we have a bad first round, it can spill trouble Dar- for the bottom yeah. four. Dar- Darlington oh, second well. week. Darlington. <laughs> so if you have one bad race and all those two's races, you're you count your playoff big goodbye because this bottom four is just a it's a it's it's a rabbit hole. And then I don't know what exactly the number what the number is the gap wise from uh 
13th to second here. Let's see. So right around 16 points is from, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, 16 points is the gap between 13th and 12th. Um, and all of us behind it from 14th on back to 16th or within a point or within 10 points of uh, 12th place. So it's going to yeah. get hairy. Uh, short tracks, short track, a, short tra- a, race, a, a track that races like a short track coming up. Then we get yep. Darlington. Um, we know Darlington can be tempers flare and yeah, it's, it's a tough track. It's probably the probably the toughest oval that there is, and I, I think that even real life drivers would agree with that as well, as, as we yeah. saw this past weekend. Yeah, it, most most drivers say that this race feels longer than uh, the Coke Six Hundred, which honestly blows my mind. But yeah, speaking of Cup Series, so. As we know, early in the season, the most dominant car, Aaron Smith, is now out of the playoffs. Um, Indeed. He is now running in 22nd position. Um, but now running, going into the top 16 here for the Cup Series, we have Mo Abbott in 16th, 15th, Brandon Zimmerman, 14th, Jason Bridges, 13th, Brian Terry, uh, 12th is Mikey Neal Jr., uh, 11th is Frankie Barroso. 10th is Gabriel Ellison. 9th, Ryan Campbell. 8th, Scott Fritz. 7th, Doug Newbigging. 6th, your guy, David Farmer. F- uh, 5th place, Matt Grenier. My other guy. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> these guys tied for 4th. Uh, yep. Jonathan Cogswell with, tied with him at 4th. 3rd place is Holder. Cedric Hunter is in 2nd. And this regular season champion, is the what's what's the four of uh Alex yeah. Huffman so with with zero wins I with might zero add. wins zero yes. wins he, the king zero of goals. king of consistency let's put it that yeah. way I think yeah. he's I think he hasn't finished outside of the, of the top ten in every race so let's see. he has now, twelve got, top tens yeah. so twelve top tens and fourteen starts so that's yeah. that's how you do it man yeah. <laughs> it, Stage points and that consistency will get you where you need to be. And I mean, yep. yeah, so but that's pretty much the playoff field here rounding out. We'll do this every uh, every time there's a new new round coming up. So when the round of 12 comes in, we'll go back and redo the top 12 up yep. to top one. And the same thing with round of eight and then obviously the championship. So, um, man, playoff fields, all three series, man, they're stacked. Uh, there's not really one clear runner like runaway i mean to be yeah, honest with you, we man. haven't had a big track in like it seems like forever i mean been like nine like it feels like six seven weeks since we had a mile and a half yeah we have one coming I, up so yeah why well i think we we only have one in the playoffs i think which think is it, vegas two you have charlotte charlotte well yeah i guess i guess you could say that it's a little shorter charlotte to me it it kind of races like a short like of of the mile and a half type tracks it mm-hmm. races somewhat like a short track but but yeah so, so we'll go ahead and go through the, the tracks we have for the rounds so round one we have new hampshire and darlington we've already discussed their round yep. of 12 will be las vegas in the uh the bristol motor speedway Indeed. And then uh, the round of eight, it will be the Charlotte Oval, not the Roval, 
yep. the circle track and that and then after that we have the old faithful martinsville and then on to phoenix for the final four so yep that's man the those cutoff races at bristol and martinsville are gonna be bananas i know that race control is gonna have their hands full because there's gonna be dudes cussing left and right Mm because that's that's what short track racing does to you but i i guarantee post-race fight is going to be popping after both of those (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely but yeah it's this this playoff jason does really good job about making the playoff schedule have a well-rounded uh what's what i'm looking for here well-rounded just balanced yeah yeah, balanced thank you you could could throw a a road course in there see last last year the roval was in it yeah. and that yeah. was uh where the charlotte track is this right. this year it was the week before martinsville and yep. that's where i thought he would regain it i love racing the roval it's an it's a difficult track mm-hmm. it's uh it's hard to pass so you have to you have to use your brakes to pass yep um but it's i have no problem with that. i kind of missed the roval but i'm gonna say i'm sad i'm on here but Looking at the laps and looking, you know, what the stages are, we are going to be on the on the big track this this year. So, yep. yep. Uh, last year that was championship race, believe it or not, with Charlotte. So, oh, nice. uh, put on a, I think all three series put on a good race there. So I'm glad to see the oval was at least in in the schedule, but it should be in the regular season in my opinion. But leave the oval for the for the playoffs. <laughs> but Martinsville and Phoenix. I mean, Martinsville. There's gonna be a lot of mad people after that because that's yep. everyone's gonna be fighting for that final four. That's when push will come to shove. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I want to bring one thing out too before we move on here, Alex, is even though that there's drivers who did not make the playoffs this season, the 17th, I believe is the 17th position winner in each series, I believe, mm-hmm. there is still money and a prize at the end of the season for that driver for all three I, series. I, yeah, I think it so, is just a butt kicker. Um, yes, but CJ is working on something for the truck series, at least like they're going to have like a, a separate pot, I think. And they're going to, they'll end up racing for like 200 bucks or something like that. I, I was, yeah. I'm kicking in some, some money on it. I didn't, uh, I don't think Jason replied, but where I lost my, my bet on here a couple of weeks ago, about the 50 bucks, I was going to put that towards the uh, i was going to call it the the ass blaster back of the pack champion so we'll (laughs) we'll see if that flies right yeah um which we might want to look at your camera you're kind of blurry my friend oh it might have went out of focus for some reason let's see here oh maybe (laughs) that didn't work come on well all right, let's turn it off. Hi, everyone. <laughs> there you are. You're there back. we are. Cool. All right. Um, but yeah, so I know we touched on a little, little bit of NASCAR with uh, with Gregson getting the dub in the Xfinity Series over uh, Sheldon Creed and Kyle Larson. Um, Eric Jones gets it done in the yep. Cup Series in a very long race, very entertaining race. Um, had a, a lot of drama within it as mm-hmm. far as mechanical failures and just driver error that happens at Darlington, stuff like that. I mean, 
It, I mean, I was on glued to the couch for four hours and I was not, I wasn't bored for one second of it. Yeah. It, it was, it was a good race top to bottom, um, which we'll, we'll touch on some of the stuff and some of the later segments. I'll leave it for that. But overall, awesome race. Um, congratulations to Eric Jones. I think that's his third win in his career and his second win at Darlington. So, yep. uh, big ups for that, that, uh, that petty team. I know they got Gregson coming up next season. Uh, right before we started this, I was on the old Reddit and apparently <laughs> um, Noah and his team, uh, make sure I got this right, but they went to maybe Eric Jones's crew chief's house and they toilet papered his house in the middle of the night to celebrate <laughs> since, since they'll be teammates next season. So I thought that was that's, pretty that's cool. cool. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Noah Gregson and friends toilet papered Dave Lenz's house. I assume Dave Lenz is a part of that 43 team in some way, shape, or form. I don't know who that is off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so that, and then uh, going Back a little farther, we're a little bit behind the eight ball on this because this happened after our last episode. But uh, Jeremy Clements, uh, at first, um, locked himself into the playoffs, and then uh, during post race teardown, I either that night or the following day, I can't remember, uh, they dinged him with a L2 penalty for the mm-hmm. for the intake manifold. I believe it was too short, which is Would, part of their appeal. Like, wouldn't that and reduce the power of the motor? That, <laughs> yeah, so I, I could talk a lot about what intake uh, runner length does to power. Um, typically, short runners will make more power at higher RPM and lose torque down low, whereas long runner intakes will make more torque. And they can still make power up top, but this is... I can, you can spin me off into technical (laughs) wasteland because I deal with this stuff all the time. (laughs) So we we won't go too far down that way, but if anybody wants to chat me up about it, I'll talk your head off. (laughs) If we, if you have any questions about anything that happens mechanically, we know who to call. So for sure, for sure. But uh, speaking about getting a call, uh, Bubba Wallace got shipped off to the 45 to finish out the season for the, uh, the only thing I didn't know, is I didn't know NASCAR had like a quote unquote constructors championship, like what F1 yeah, has. There's, there's I had no idea that yeah, that, that was even a thing. And owners championship, which is kind of confusing in its own right. I've always known about it, but not really understood it. So I always took it as owners championship is like going to total up that team's all of their cars together. Yeah. But each car individually is racing for owners points and it's like it's just like this different point standing that we don't really hear much about but that is that is the reasoning behind it because he's he's the the best active driver on the team right now i thought Mm. gibbs started out pretty good but man these past couple races he's been like cody ware level just (laughs) running around in the back i well i don't i don't i didn't expect him to be you know, that's competitive. No, this season. I thought, yeah. I thought he'd least. run around like in the mid twenties or something, but he God, was up it, in the top 10 most of the night last night. I thought, 
He's toward the now, end of the race. He, he's in the top 10. He ended up there a couple times because I don't know why, but 23-11, their pitch strategy, they were leaving their guys out two to three laps past everyone else. And obviously it, it didn't work out for him, but that's how him and Bubba ended up in the lead a, a couple times as, as everything was cycling through. But for the most part, he was running around in 30th and getting lapped and shit. It was, <laughs> it was re- I, I don't like, I don't like Ty Gibbs a lot, but I respect that he is a very talented NASCAR driver. So it was just strange to see that. I know he hasn't been in the car for long, but he's had some good runs at other places. So Right. Yeah, you chalk it up to learning curve, though. There, he he might be sitting in that eighteen next year, so we'll yeah. we'll see about that. Which and and the eighteen's a better car than the twenty three. So yeah, yeah. It, which, funnily enough, I heard another rumor: the the door bumper clear fellas are saying that the number forty one is back on the table for Kyle Busch because Cole Custer has not been re-signed for next year. Oh boy. So, well, there is I, there is an announcement here coming up. I guess next couple of weeks from Kyle. So, yeah, and we, I know there's gonna be an yeah. announcement. Don't know, but my prediction yeah. is we all know he's done with Gibbs. My prediction that it's <laughs> colleague. Yeah. yeah, colleague seems to be the front runner. Um, I don't know. I it's it's all just gut feeling because no one has truly indicated anything at this point. They so. have done a great job. I'd, I'd of hate not to make leaking. odds on it in Vegas. Yeah. They have a, uh, a, they've done a great job not leaking. So not leaking yep. it. So, but yeah, that's pretty much all of the, I mean, NASCAR news for this week. Um, the only thing we haven't touched on is the 43 is back in victory lane. After I believe the broadcast said like almost fifty years, yep, or something yep. like that. So Jesus that Christ! <laughs> yeah, With, this is a a fun place. I can I could have a little hot take real quick. Um, so we're we're obviously referring to to Richard Petty here. Obviously, the guy mm-hmm. won two hundred races and NASCAR legend, one of, one of the best to ever do it. Um, I don't think he's one of the top five greatest drivers of all time. Ooh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. Well, and, only say and that because he's one of three that have the seven champs. That is has seven chips. But here's here's my reasoning. Um, in the early parts of his career, when he was really racking up wins, he's the only guy that's running full seasons. He's got a full race team that's bringing prepped cars every week, and he's racing against like. Uncle Frank down the street that <laughs> pulled his Hudson out and is going to go racing. Not saying that's how it always was, but he accrued a lot of wins in that period and some of his championships from that period. Obviously, I'm not saying he's not a great driver. He he was <laughs> one of the greatest, but I, I could rattle off five pretty quickly that I that I would put above him. <laughs> Man, that's a you'd be fighting some uh, petty loyalists on that one. Man, but, do those even exist anymore? They're not <laughs> listening to this, dude. They're, yeah, that's true. That is they're true. on Facebook telling people they're they're gonna quit watching NASCAR for the seventeenth <laughs> time. <laughs> Green flag or red flag? Here's how it goes. Green flag means you agree. Red flag means you disagree. Here we go. All right, boys. First round of red flag, green flag, and boy, is it a doozy yeah. this week. I was. 
present while the whole thing went down and I sat here and I drank my little drink and I just listened for about an hour and I didn't really have rooting interests, but I was, <laughs> I was glad that things worked out the way that they did. So yep. at the conclusion of the Daytona truck race, th this is where it all starts. Um, Travis Twitty was running, I believe, in 10th place. That would have put him in the playoffs fair and square. We get the big one in turn four. He gets caught up in it. He's able to get rolling and get that 10th place finish. In the process, he hits the incident limit. And I think it was like a 45-second penalty. It sends him back to 18th place. Ooh. Puts him on the outside of the playoffs looking in and puts Brian Terry in. So that that is where it first started at. And when that was the initial thing, I, I get being pissed, but incident limits, the incident limit, we don't clear blacks for yeah. that ever, never have, never will. It's unfortunate that it worked out like that, but it was what it was. And yeah. we did, we had some back and forth about this for a while. And they're like, they were looking through each incident that he had in the race. And, seeing if it was truly an incident or not. Right. And I want to, I want to stop you for a second. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what people aren't understand. So what we're talking about here is was talking about green flag, red flag with uh, Travis Twitty cites the rule book to get a playoff bid. So that's what we're talking about right here. Sorry. I didn't yep. uh, describe that first, yeah, but go ahead, Alex. We're building up to it. Cause yeah. this is <laughs> one of the greatest stories ever told in bluegrass <laughs> racing. When David, when David beat Goliath, so we, we've gotten to this point. We, we've discussed the incident limit. By this time, I think Brian's in the chat, and Brian and Travis are yipping and yapping as, <laughs> as, as, as things go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Travis leaves, and then we're just bullshitting after the race like we always do. And then I didn't see it because I think there were only three of us that were left. It seemed like it was me and Jason and maybe TJ. Uh, Hanley, I think maybe we're in there and we're getting ready to wind it down. I didn't see it, but uh, Travis pops back in and I see that I have a message from him. And the message from him says, hey, come down to my channel real quick. I didn't see it, so he came up to ours. <laughs> so he comes in our channel and he's like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go verbatim here because we'll hit the, uh, we'll hit the profanity on it real quick. <laughs> but uh, basically, he says in the way that Travis Tweedy says things, he says. Hey, look at my screen. And he's, he's screen sharing the rule book. And in the rule book, the um, second offense for intentional wrecking and or dangerous driving is a 20-point penalty. And who so, is he talking about? He's talking about Brian Terry. So oh. this day... <laughs> <laughs> this dates back. So this dates back. Brian had one earlier in the season. He uh, <clears throat> he was he ended up on probation for it. I, th I think he hit somebody under caution. I think uh, it was uh, Dover. A, a, yeah, it was, yes, it was Dover. Yes. I, I think remember tempers that. were involved. I, I don't know the whole context, but I do remember seeing it happen. So that was his first offense. Mm. So after this race. His second offense, um, Jason and Dave reviewed it, and they deemed that Brian had earned the penalty. 
they gave him a deduction of two points, which still had him in the playoffs. And that's the rule book said, well, <laughs> I think that initial ruling did not factor in the first intentional wrecking incident. Oh, no. So, so Travis oh, comes no. in. Travis comes in on fire, and I'm just sitting here. It was like it was like sitting courtside watching Michael Jordan. Because <laughs> <laughs> first off, to have the memory that Brian had this intentional incident earlier in mm-hmm. the season, and then he has another one at Daytona that I was almost a part of. I narrowly avoided it. So not only has he remembered that Brian has two of these incidents, I'm I'm gonna curse now. This motherfucker has the wherewithal <laughs> to get into the rule book and make sure that everything is correct. And this is where it gets a little dicey because there's a chart. And the chart shows second offense 20 points. Mm-hmm. But then there's like some subtext below it. And in that subtext it says 10 points or something, which However it worked out, it wouldn't have been enough if it weren't the 20 points. And I I might have skewed some numbers here, but I know 20 is what ended up being applied. So this dude has remembered incidents throughout the season. And then he's, and I I hate to say this, (laughs) probably one of the few people that have actually looked at the damn rule book. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I've referenced it. I have not. I've not went front to back on it. I, I get the high points. That's all I need. I'm going to go out and race clean. But this dude yeah. did his homework for a significant amount of time because from when he first left to when he came back, we had already like forgotten about it. it at least a half hour, if not more. This 100. He was just going through the rule, rule book the whole time. That's all he could right. have been doing. And he comes back, and at first, Jason's like, "Well, that wasn't what I intended it to be." And then Travis comes back in the way that Travis comes back. And he's like, I don't care what it was supposed to be. This is what it says. If I go to the grocery store and it says $2 on the price tag, mm-hmm. even though it's a $1,000 product, in the, words of Travis the Twitty, in, the, in the words of Travis Twitty, I'm walking out the store with that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 that, and that is a direct quote. You can yeah. hit me with that. That's- <laughs> so... <laughs> You that, know, that's that, go ahead, go ahead. You know, you, you say something that he he remembers incidents, and what else happened to Twitty this season? <laughs> that he remembers. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a driver <laughs> in his in his series that should be now that we know this should probably mm-hmm. be looking over his shoulder for the rest of the season because now that Twitty's yep. in the playoffs, yep, anything is possible, man. Yeah, um, but yeah, speak <laughs> it. Just what you were saying, that blows my mind. I mean, people, I mean, that's the thing with, uh, with this league. You know, there's a lot of rules in this league. You know, we're not mm-hmm. some cut and dry, you know, hey, you know show up, show up. and that's it. Right. We have there's rules and a whole rule book is probably 30 to 40 pages long. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, Jason <laughs> put in some time and, yep. you know, the driver's council put in time and, you know, our, our, our league does have great rules and we abide by those rules and Twitty found a loophole and uh, it's not even real. I wanted to say a loophole, but he just, he just found the loop. Yeah. Yeah. He just <laughs> found the loop and he found a rule 
that was worded differently than how it was meant to be said. And he used it, got what he wanted, and succeeded. So he's now in the playoffs, and that is why the truck series is up to 17 spots in the playoffs. I need need to red flag, green flag here. Yeah. (laughs) So on this, it is I'm green flag. He went and interpreted the rule book as it was written. And that is all any race car driver. You go to any short track, if there's something to their advantage in the rule book, whether it's mechanical or otherwise, racers are going to find whatever helps them in the rule book and they're going to put it in front of somebody's face and make it someone's problem until yeah. something's done about it. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, green green flag for me. I mean, all day, <laughs> all day, and that was one of my favorite things to listen to. Shout out Twitty, that shit was super fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't, again, this was probably Monday, and I was at work, yes. and I was watching online, so I didn't, I didn't know all this was going on. So I'm first time mm-hmm. hearing about this. So what you're telling me, and for what I, I've seen in the on the breakdown, I'm 100 percent green flag along with you. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel he did what he had to do. He mm-hmm. read the rule. You know, he exploited the rule, and he Jason had no choice but to concede to his position. So, yep. It, and it'd be and it'd be dish. some it'd be something that Jason's gonna go back this offseason. Yep. He's gonna he's gonna revise, and that won't happen again. I know Jason. So, you know, yep. if if he comes back, we'll ask him about it, and we'll go off from there. But from what I'm seeing, I don't think he will yep. be here, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. In addition. Um, obviously we granted Brian a playoff berth as well because he was originally in and due to rulemaking errors that put him on the outside, that didn't feel fair. So here we are at 17 and we can really thank Dave Farmer for that (laughs) because there's precedent. There were 17 in the cup playoffs last season because Jason granted Dave a berth because somebody wasn't going to come back. Their name eludes me right now. Um, but they at first were not going to come back. And this after Dave was put into the playoffs, then that person mm-hmm. showed back up and said, Hey, I'm going to race. They ended up not racing, but you're right. But I, I do believe though, spots. you can't, this is where, you know, my, my brain works. You can't let that become president. Like you yeah. can't, you have, this has to be the final time, yeah. you know, if it's, even, it's even it's now ordinary. that, yeah. It's going to be hot take here. So even though Brian was in the playoff, right? And you had the, then he had that second penalty penalty. He already had one penalty in suspension this season. And then he got another one on top of that. And I put him outside the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have been in. He's I, I love Brian to death and he's a great guy. You know, he races around me respectfully. I haven't had any run-ins with them, but the way I see it and the way the rules are, you you if you make the penalty and you do all that and you have two instances of reckless driving and you're suspended for one of them and the evidence is loud and clear that you've done that for a second time, like it was. I remember mm-hmm. watching the wreck on, on yeah. broadcast. You you shouldn't be allowed a spot in the playoffs because for one, that allows a president that I can be suspended twice, right? Be, be deducted twenty points and get locked in because I was originally in the first place. That shouldn't have happened. Yep. You you yep. you had the penalty, 
You have to serve yep. the penalty. This is okay. For example, this is like putting Brad Keselowski back in the playoffs because he got a penalty early earlier in the season. Yeah, and he was already yep. locked. He when he was he went, when he was appointed into the in this in mm-hmm. the playoffs. Brad Keselowski got a what thirty playoff point or thirty point yeah, deduction earlier in the season. Yep. He wasn't able okay. to recover, but I think Brian should be following that same president. I don't think making a second, making a 17th playoff spot is, is fair to, to everyone else in the playoff field as well. Yeah. I, by the, by the word of the law, I, I agree with you. It's kind of like a extraordinary circumstances, but by, Mm -hmm. by the rules, even because there was an error at first that, that was the the judgment that ended up coming down. But I agree with you. I mean, it it, it would it would just be a shitty pill to swallow, knowing yeah. it was, it was a, a rule thing. But at the it'd end be, of the day, it's it'd be no a shitty that, yeah. it's a shitty rule. I mean, it's a shitty pill to swallow. But at the same time, you broke two you broke two rules. Yeah, and the rule book that carry a penalty, you have to serve that yep. penalty. It's part of it. You have a problem with it? Leave the league. It's not that hard. I mean, yep. I've I've gotten penalties in this league. I know people have got penalties in this league. We've had no choice but to serve them. That's not that's yep. not fair to people that had penalties, and now we had we served our penalties and lost points or got suspended or probation. Yep. But one person got twenty points deducted. Was got his pointed way out of the playoffs because of that penalty, and he got put back in the playoffs. That just doesn't seem fair to everyone else. But that's for another. That'd be another conversation yep. we have. Yep. Another, another time. <laughs> yeah, that's another that's an internal conversation we'll have in the offseason. But uh moving on, so Bobby Hall Jr. causes multiple drivers to be upset with him for a lack of car control this week, Alex. Yep. So I wasn't directly involved. Uh both me and Bobby and se- several truck guys, a lot of us raced up to the cup series. It's our last chance to do it. I went up to help some teammates out and I'm sure some guys were just doing it for fun. Um, but, uh, early on, I like, I I was kind of hanging out in the back and I'd see a green car up there, just, just back and forth, back and forth. And not, not that Bobby isn't a talented driver. He is, he's won races. He's in the playoffs. He was in the final four with me last season. I don't know if he hasn't driven the the next gen car a lot, maybe, but regardless, he's a truck driver, right? Yes. Normally? Yes. Okay. Yep. So I, I don't know if he maybe hasn't driven the car a lot or maybe hasn't driven on a super speedway. I don't know. But my team that I was racing with was me and Dave and Matt and Ron. And we're like, I got to stay. I, I don't want to be around him because I'm scared of what might happen if I stay there for too long. That was internal communication. So there, we had obviously identified something, but then. I guess if I am reading post-race fights correctly, <laughs> uh, I guess there was a time on pit road when he ran Tyler Evans over. I don't, I didn't see it on the replay, so I can't speak to the specific circumstances of what happened there. And then also, uh, I don't Scott, remember seeing anything like that happening. Yeah. Cause I was in the booth yeah. and I don't remember ever seeing a run over. I remember seeing some type of like, activity on the entrance of pit road but mm-hmm. i don't remember ever seeing like someone getting dumped or maybe it wasn't caught on the broadcast yeah it, so. it's easy to miss that 
pit stops too and there's if yep. it's green flag pit and we're all still running around the track you're not gonna necessarily pay attention to what's going on down there and right but, but then additionally i guess scott fritz uh said something about bobby uh wiping somebody out i don't know if he was saying about himself but just basically said that and some of these truck drivers are up here screwing our race up and I understand because <laughs> I've felt the inverse of it at times too. Didn't it, so didn't it happen to Matt Grenier two weeks in a row? Um, I just one. I think it was at Watkins Glen with uh yeah. with Robbie. Right, right. I think, but either way, that it it brings up an interesting question, which is one that people were kind of aggravated uh, about in Xfinity uh, the season, real life Xfinity with guys that are not racing for a championship Coming racing in. in these other series and potentially screwing yeah. up people's playoff berths. People were mad, not as mad because everyone loves Kyle Larson, but like he was racing Sheldon Creed hard. And yeah. if Kyle hadn't have been there or if he had backed off some Sheldon Creed be in the playoffs right now. He, yeah. he he had the race one and he had to go video game mode to try to send it on the outside <laughs> of Larson. Yeah. So in, in that same vein, if you got truck guys racing up the cup or cup guys coming down to truck series, I know it's, it happens and that's how it happens in real life. But I, yeah. I get the frustrations of people racing for a championship and right. See, maybe I'm... getting a, an opportunity taken away by someone that's just running a one-off. Yeah, I'm I'm red flagging with the whole car control deal. I mean, you gotta be able to hold your line. It's Daytona. It's not that hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Secondly, you know, speaking on that, you there's a reason why you don't see you see a little bit more in Xfinity, mm-hmm. but you there's a reason why you don't see the the Camping World Truck Series drivers coming up to the only the only one driver that I've seen make a couple starts that I know of is Saint Smith. But yep. the there's a reason why majority of those drivers haven't come up to run the cup series. Mm-hmm. Not good enough yet. And exactly. <laughs> I mean not not saying, you know, our guys aren't good enough. A lot of them are A yeah. licenses. They're <clears throat> they obviously know how to race. Yeah. But the competition and the vehicles drive so different. Yeah, especially we have with two incidents car. <laughs> two weeks in a row where a lower league driver has come up to the our top league in the cup series and caused accidents. Yep. Two weeks in a row. And what both of those have in common is, is the is the truck series. Not saying yep. the Xfinity cars Xfinity hasn't had problems either. We've had problems as well. Cup series has problems. I mean, it just seems like Going up is not necessarily a good thing for the league, but going down is, I feel like it's not good either, but it's okay. It's more tolerated because we know we're going to get what we get. When you yeah. come up, when you, when you have someone going up at least two series to the cup mm-hmm. series, you don't know if that driver has been doing officials. You don't know if that guy has been doing some type of another league with this, with the, with the car yeah. or you anything. Don't, yeah. You, yeah. You don't know what it could be. The first time he's ever picked up that damn car. Mm-hmm. He could have just bought it that day. You know, we yep. don't know. But if you're in the Cup Series and you come down, you've had to run the Xfinity Series. You've had mm-hmm. to run the Cup Series. I mean, you don't know. Some of these drivers, I mean, this next-gen car in racing is still relatively new. It's been out for 
a year and a half now. So yep. a lot of these A license could have been with a Gen 6 car too. So mm-hmm. racing up, in my opinion, you have to earn your way to it. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why a, a, a truck series driver doesn't come up, doesn't go up one week and wait and race trucks and one race, race Xfinity. You know, it's, it's most drivers stay within their league, but some, there's a couple exceptions like Zane Smith substituted in for Chris Buescher. But mm-hmm. other than that, you don't see truck series drivers making one-off starts. Yep. You just, you see more of the Xfinity cars doing that. There's a reason for that because the Xfinity cars are cars. The trucks are damn trucks. They race a thousand percent differently. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, Alex. But they no. <laughs> they race so differently. Yeah. If but I, were... I can just go in and be a dead horse on that because I'm very passionate about, especially if you're going in. And I know it's not your fault. You're not going in and intentionally wrecking somebody or ruining someone else's race. But when you're coming down the playoff wire, there's a reason why drivers can't do exchanging series during the playoff. So no drivers can do one-off starts in cup series anymore. No Mm -hmm. cup series driver can do any one-offs in the Xfinity or cup of the truck series anymore, because especially the trucks and the cup series are in the playoffs. I think the Xfinity starts here soon. So yeah, there's there's reasons why they have those rules in place. So incidents like we had last two weeks wouldn't yep. happen. But yep, that's it. I no no disagreement for me here. Um, I I do like when I get the opportunity to race up. I go out of my way mm-hmm. to not make it someone else's problem. But if if I made a mistake, I I would totally understand someone being super pissed at me because I'm I'm on I'm in their playground. So yeah, exactly. I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I they'd, you'd be it. pissed if they came down to you and wrecked you. So I mean, they're you're playing in other people's playhouse. Like it's like you're playing on people's playground, like you said. But yeah, but uh, green flag, red flag. How about just Daytona as a cutoff race in general? I'm green flag for it. I don't know about yeah. you. I love plate racing. That's one of my favorite forms of racing. Yeah. People, do, people I, will say it's not a real form of racing. I 100% disagree with that. Oh, it's I think it's a form of racing. racing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I I get both sides of it. Um I, I 99% agree with you, but this <laughs> season, this season is a, a real well, it's a combination of things, but this season in particular in Cup is a really good example uh for people who don't like it as a cutoff race cuz we've got Austin Dillon in the playoffs and we don't mm-hmm. have Martin Truex, which is a combination, not just, yes, it was a, a plate race, but also the, the win in your end where yeah. no one expects anything out of Austin Dillon. Like no. we, maybe we first just, round uh, eliminated. Yeah. yeah. And we saw Martin Truex racing for a win yesterday. So yeah, it's we're, we're losing out on competition, but I agree. He, he has to play by the same rules. Like everyone yep. knows you gotta, here's, you gotta get a win. Here's the deal though. With that is Martin had how many races in a regular season for cup series? I don't know. Uh, 24, 24, 24. So yeah. Maybe? Okay. So you had, yeah. you had 24 had races, 24 races to get a win. Yep. You had 24 races to point your way in and you failed. You failed yep. to do it. Yeah, I have no sympathy for Martin. It sucks for the for the yeah. series. It sucks for Martin, but I have no sympathy for Martin because yeah. he failed to do a job. Yeah, and even though he was 
know, top 10 in points all season long. We had 16 winners in the Cup Series this year. That's yep. never happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dylan... And he, he got lucky because yep. Kurt gave his up. Because yeah. he's, he's he out had, of playoffs. Yeah, he had a better it could, chance it could than have been, he could have hoped for. Yeah. If, if, if Kurt was in, it was still racing, and Blaney yeah. and, and Dylan won, Blaney's yeah. out of the playoffs too. And he's yeah. third or fourth in points as well. So yep. I had no sympathy for Martin. Um, I like him. I, he's always been my favorite Toyota driver, but I, I frankly don't have any sympathy for him because he failed to do a job. Yep. And, you know, but he looking to hate me for that. And I don't really care. So, yeah. oh, well, that's, that's just the, the argument and the, the chase format doesn't really bother me at nope. all, but the people that don't like it, the, this is why they don't like it. They feel mm-hmm. that he should be in. And some people agree. Some people disagree. Everyone's yep. racing by the same rules. Like you rules said, are rules, man. And that, rules that's, are rules. that's all it comes down to. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. what what was the original question? I gotta give a green flag or red flag. <laughs> yeah, this is the Daytona being a cutoff race. We had yeah. the uh, bluegrass. It was the cutoff race as well. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally good with it. It I like plate racing. It's mm-hmm. it's not necessarily my favorite, but I do enjoy it a lot because we don't get a ton of it, and it right. injects it injects chaos, which is what we got with. Yeah, the six cars on the lead lap in the cup race a couple of weeks ago. So I'm yeah. all, all good. Yeah. I <laughs> I'm green flag with it because not only not speaking on bluegrass terms here. So they bluegrass, we had, I think every series was over 30 cars for the first time in God knows how yes. long. So yep. it was, it was good to see old drivers that we haven't seen. We'll get to an, a group that some be, of them I wasn't. So maybe there's see. a group that we'll talk about later that should not be allowed back in the league, but there's a lot of drivers that took hiatuses throughout the, throughout the summer that came back for Daytona. And it was good to see everyone, you know, there's names I haven't seen since like week two or three. And yep. so I'm, I'm glad to see, you know, drivers back and all three series had up at car counts well above 30. I think the truck series had almost four, a full field, like 40 cars or something like 40 trucks. So it was good to see, good to see that. And the Xfinity wasn't far behind. I think maybe high thirties, high 36, 37 cars. So I, yep. I was amazed how the turnout was for, for this. Yep. So I'm green flag when it comes to being a cutoff race for bluegrass. hundred uh, um, percent. It's more fun to race with 30 guys and 15. Absolutely. Day. I mean, it could be, but you couldn't race last season where the championship race, we had seven. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was a great change of pace. But moving on to the Cup Series, I mean, when they did it in 21, uh, or was it 20, 2020? I think it was 2020 when they did the first cutoff race being Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was 2020 because Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. So it created drama. I mean, yes. It creates drama. And I love watching Daytona. I love watching Talladega. It's just the, the it's always, unless they go single file freight train, the energy yeah, that's when it is sucks. there. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. energy is always there. There is no cars out to a five second gap with 134 laps to go. You know, it's, it's yep. these cars are at 
max speed 190 plus miles an hour inches apart from each other there is is nothing more i put i put plate racing and i mean this is going to be a real hot take i put plate racing next to formula one racing because i doubt lewis hamilton and max Verstappen come in in nascar and be even considered for top 10 at, at Daytona and Talladega. Uh, they wouldn't. And there are no. a lot of reasons for that, but they, they're not used to racing that close together. Well, for hours. It, <laughs> uh, the other thing it comes down to them is they drive cars that all the grip is based on downforce yep. and stock cars are way different. I think that those guys are probably talented enough to where they could f- pick it up over. Yeah, They can pick it years. up. But yeah, you're not just gonna sit in one. You're not gonna cross disciplines no no matter no. what. No, I mean there's only one driver that I know that's been that's able to do it in Juan Pablo Montoya, but he yeah. wasn't really that consistent. So but anyway, yeah. I back to my point, I'm green flag with Daytona being the cutoff race. I wouldn't mind it being the cutoff race. Hell, even if you make Taldega, you know, go move Daytona back to July fourth, put Taldega at the end of this regular season. Yeah. I'm I'm hundred percent cool with yeah. that too. Or put hell, but even put the new Atlanta as a cutoff race. I don't give a shit. I yeah. like the play I like I like plate racing for the for the for the cutoff. Yep. It's unpredictable. Yeah. All right. We know we know you love plate racing. So what's <laughs> what what do we got next? Um right. I think if I had one I had the one I was thinking of one earlier, but I totally forgot what it was. Um, I had one I was gonna give Jason some shit talking about Toyotas <laughs> yesterday, but he's he's not here to defend himself, saying that Toyotas them cheating yoders <laughs> because because Kyle Busch blew up. I found out why Kyle Busch blew up. He missed the shift. I was just gonna get into my already serious moment. Thanks, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Bro, are you serious right now? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alex. So you already breached into my are you serious moment of the week. I only have one this week. uh, And that's the top two most dominant cars uh, on Sunday night at Darlington. Kyle Busch and Martin Truex. Both blue engines less than three laps from each other. And one was under fucking caution. Yes. So I don't know what the hell Martin hit or if he just, the belt broke or, or what, but the hell was, I don't know what the, what happened there, but Kyle, <laughs> bro, <laughs> I, I don't know how you're in the playoffs. You're 25 26 races into the season how are you still missing shifts and how the hell do you miss a shift on a sequential yeah so on a on a freaking sequential gearbox i don't so there was something i heard on his radio earlier in the race i don't think this would uh make someone miss a shift but he he did tell his crew that his gear indicator on his dash was flashing between second and third gear so it was not indicating what gear he was in 
I don't think that causes a misshift. Like if you're, if you're upshifted, like if you're on a restart, you're, you're pulling back every, no matter what. So yeah. I don't think that is the cause of that, but m- maybe we'll hear, but it sounds, I know Denny Hamlin did it early in the season. So I know uh, LaJoy like, had it happen to him. Yeah. Like second and third race. I get it. You've been driving H patterns your whole life. Yeah. Muscle memory. But at this point in the season, yeah. Come on, yeah, man. It, yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's, you can't be, especially with you being on a contract year and you not know what you're going to do. Yeah. And you he's can't been killing it mistakes, all day. He's, man. Yeah. yeah. He's running out front. over, <laughs> a little over what, 170 something laps yeah. and blew it under caution. Yep. I was, I was, I'm, I honestly, I'm not a big Kyle Bush fan. Everyone knows that. There's only one person in this league that I know that likes Kyle Bush, and that's Gary Jaworski. But I like he, Kyle fine. He's not my favorite <laughs> or anything. But no, I, he, he's Kyle. I like that he, he's, there. he's Gary. Uh, Kyle Bush is Gary's. It's Gary's man. So, but <laughs> there's one. I just don't understand how you under under caution, man. Yeah. Like and. That was one of the loudest cheers I've ever heard oh, from a track. Like I to was, hear it through TV. Like normally you can't pick that stuff out. Right. Through NASCAR, right. but man, it sounded like we won World War Three or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was amazed. I mean, honestly, when I when NBC panned to him and smoke come out the tailpipes, my mouth, I my jaw dropped. I was like. What yeah, well just happened? I met, I had messaged you guys. I can't remember what I said. And then yeah. I got another group of buddies. I was texting, texting and I was like, I just said, oh my God. Because <laughs> one of the guy, other yeah. guys I text with, Kyle is his driver. And he's just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, <laughs> I was I was mind, mind blown. But yeah, do yeah. You have, what, what are well, yours? What's so yours? We'll, um, we'll, we'll stick to in real life NASCAR for the next one. Um, so Kevin Harvick, uh, another piece of chaos in this race. <laughs> um, he's having a strong run and then his car is on fire. And according to him on the radio, it was on fire for like two laps. And then he finally pulled over when it really caught and as soon as he got the car stopped, he was jumping out of the car. And I mean, it's just black smoke. So, you know, it's shit that's going to kill your lungs. Yep. And this guy gets out of the car and NASCAR does takes nine seconds to throw the yellow it, with a, <laughs> a man standing on a live racetrack. Darlington at that, where at any time, if you have a tire go down, whatever. So NASCAR, track <laughs> officials, flag man. Race operations guy, are you, are all of you serious? The, are how do you how do you let this happen? How? Yeah, it makes I, no sense. Yeah, I I mean honestly, I wasn't watching the race at that time. I was uh, eating dinner with my, with my with my family, but I saw the highlight video and I was like, why wasn't the caution thrown as they saw the smoke coming out of the? Yeah, and he's the, pulling the down car. to the apron like they know he's not. Just he's gonna, not going like, to be mobile. Drive off. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, it's, it's not the first time that these cars have just just poof, went up in flame. I mean, this, it well, happened to Busher. It's happened. 
Busher, I was there for it. It happened right in front of me. And Cole Custer. It's happened to three Fords. So what's it's a Ford. It's a Ford. I don't like Fords. It's just a Ford deal. <laughs> is it something inherent to what they're doing? I know they the reason for Bushers, they went into it. Um he made contact and it pushed one of the exhaust pipes inside the rocker box. It was just heating up the I think it's carbon fiber right there, and that's what happened there. Um what it seems like happened on Harvick's car was there was rubber buildup underneath the, the rocker box and that is what caught on fire. So that's going, I was thinking too, because one thing I was hearing is this, this car builds up rubber, like nothing I've like they've ever seen before. You know, you yeah. see, I've seen pictures where the inside of the wood well, the wheel well would be like silver and stuff when the, when the race starts, mm-hmm. it'll be like black black by the time the race is done and build up of just nothing but just yeah. rubber pellets and stuff and i don't i don't know what in a car design would make it inherent to rubbering up more i think it's just what it, however that design is and that and that wheel well it's not letting that stuff get out yeah. however and that ex, the exhaust pipe runs right below it so that's how you get to where we were. So um, Kevin Harvick had some, some pretty choice words for NASCAR after the race. Um, Basically saying that NASCAR just waits for someone to really get hurt or die. And he, he alluded to uh, Kurt getting hurt. And then with Denny didn't race the Xfinity race because he was sore. Um, I know even Cody Ware, he knocked the fucking wall down at Darlington, Dude. and he said it was the hardest hit he's ever felt. It it seems like they're gonna have to. There's gonna have to be multiple revisions. I, oh, I yeah. love how the car races and how it looks, but there mm-hmm. there's some things that it seems like need to be addressed. And uh, the it seems like the old guys are the ones that are making it a known issue where it's not something that's it's not just going to go away yeah i i 100 agree with you uh i mean i've seen you sent pictures to our our group chat um about what the the rear bumper and the front front clip all look like yep. i'm like there it, there's no given that uh i mean you hit that yeah. i mean look what kurt bush i mean it looked like that'd be a minor accident in the on the gen 6 car yeah, yeah it, it would, it would just the car up and it then would, you're fine yeah, I mean, it would have been a backup car for 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 Kurt that day, but for the race, but it wouldn't. He wouldn't be out for six weeks with the concussion, you know. Yeah. Denny Hamlin. I mean, one thing. Yes, the car does race. The new one, race really well. I mean, it's brought back mountain half racing. When we don't have the high downforce, low horsepower, yeah. high, you know, the two foot spoiler and the. 550 horsepower yep. garbage ass package but we have a car that fixes mile and a half sucks as short tracks but wrecks like an old gen 2 or a gen 1 car you know it's just yep. rigid just bones just yep. All, uh, it doesn't wreck well and I'll show everybody here real quick what it, uh, what I'm speaking about hopefully so yeah so this is the I don't know if that worked or not. Hopefully we can see it fine. Um, but this uh, is the front. Up. It's not. Uh-uh. Shoot. Uh, how about now? Oh, oh okay. Well, screw this. <laughs> 
stop streaming. All right, whatever. But basically, behind the the front bumper, it are it looks like bridge trusses is the way it was described. There's like they'll be the last things that'll that'll ever give, and I'm sure that is the same in the rear bumper, which is what caused Kurt's issue. Um, so. I don't know. They they've got to figure out something that is going to absorb energy there because it's it's taking all that energy and it's applying it to the driver. And they everyone's saying it's it's the hardest hits they've ever taken. So yeah. it's where where there's where there's smoke, there's fire. They we, they got to figure something out. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, this this car is still an infant. You know, it's only been around one season. Yeah, and um, they'll get it figured out. I know. I a lot of my I don't, I don't really trust NASCAR, but when it comes to safety, I I do trust them because we haven't had a death in the sport since uh, since Dale. So I trust them. Adam Petty, he died afterwards. Oh, when I thought he was unrelated, I thought he died in like a unrelated accident. It was uh, I want to say he was in an ARCA car, but maybe I just got Mandela affected there. I because, thought it was unrelated, but anyway, well, now, a NASCAR now Cup Series. Out. How about how about Cup Series? A yeah, yes, a, yes. a Cup Series driver hasn't passed away since mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt. Yep. So it was it was a Bush Series uh, practice session that Adam died in. That okay, was. but what what year did Dale die? Two thousand one. Okay, so Adam died before Dale. Yeah, so Dale was the last one. Yep, you you're right. You got uh, <laughs> you got me there on, on when people are dying. Yeah. So they they made a bunch of safety requirements for the all three series after that. Yep. And I don't I you know NASCAR has to be listening to the drivers on this because if the if yep. NASCAR I'm gonna go sole union here because if NASCAR doesn't want a driver's union, they need to fix the the crashing because that's yep. one way that's the number one ticket the NASCAR is going to get for to get unionized is yeah. life, it, yeah. like danger of life. If mm-hmm. soon as you put drivers going 180 miles an hour, and a car does not crash well, and you have a driver who, I mean, hit the back of the wall, but I mean it wasn't overly hard. I mean that would have been no contact whatsoever. It would have yeah. been easier contact with the Gen Six, but if you put those type of drivers in that hard situation, knowing that they are in a position where if they wreck, they're going to be sore for a week or they're going to randomly cars going to go up in flames. Yeah. That's, that's your number one ticket NASCAR. I mean, I don't know. No one in NASCAR is going to be listening to this. My (laughs) one advice NASCAR, if you want to keep unions out of NASCAR, fix the car. That's all I have to say. It's got to be fixed. Yep, it's got to be fixed. All right, moving on. Um, you get you got another. Are you serious? Mm, Jason I, not I, being here. Jason <laughs> not being here. Are you serious, uh, dude? Yeah, he's shooting fifty percent on the season now. Yep, on podcasts. Um, I I do have a couple. Um, really, just one major one. We'll touch on this first one, just because it ended up not being as bad, but uh. Hendrick Motorsports, are you serious? <laughs> with uh, 
some might say the most talented driver you have. He's got a, a bad bad engine last week and then got a, a bad fuel pressure regulator this week that puts him three laps down early in the race. I get last year's champion. We're what are, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean <laughs> this is the biggest operation in NASCAR. Their campus is a city and they're showing up to the racetrack and giving a superstar duds in the playoffs, man. And yeah, even I remember there was a race last year where they unloaded and Larson's out on track and his car's 300 degrees. They pulled in the pits and it's because they forgot to take out one of the shrouds that they have in the car while they're on a trailer and it impeded all the airflow to the radiator. It's like, you guys are the cream of the crop. <sighs> Like everybody wants to be Hendrick Motorsports and NASCAR, and that it's mm. kind of embarrassing. I mean, if I was a Larson fan, I'd be pissed off. They're they're throwing my boy grenades every week. <laughs> so yeah, personally, I mean, hey, keep giving them bad cars yeah. as far as I'm concerned. But I mean, yeah. the guy's obviously super talented, and like Hendrick, figure it out. Yeah, I I I don't know. Um, when it comes to the whole engine thing, I mean, he really hasn't had engine problems all year. It just seems to recently styled now to, to come to light, but you know, I don't Couldn't know. be worse timing though. <laughs> yeah. It could not be worse timing. Yeah, you're right. But he was able to rebound, you know, yeah, I think he, he finished, finished top, top five. Point. So top four. Yeah. He, he, finished, he finished the lead lap, but he, yeah, he was on. The um, lap. So, but yeah, I don't, Excuse me, I don't think it's worth anything to really look into. But if it happens now, next week, if they roll out again. <laughs> if it happens then, again, then we have other yeah. we have another discussion. But yeah. All right, last last. Are you serious? This is this is what we've been waiting for because we know we're gonna get some feedback from our dear friend Brian Terry. <laughs> he he did not agree with the verdict that was given for his dangerous driving slash intentional wrecking, which whichever way you want to look at it, um, it, it happened in front of me. I, I believe he was, I believe he was a lap car at the time. We might've been in the middle of a pit cycle. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent, but uh, he, he was, all, I think he was running by himself. So he's off pace at Daytona and a, a pack flies up on him. He had been running the bottom and then he, he moved up to the middle and then he comes back to the bottom and then <laughs> chaos ensues. Yep. I'm um, watching that live. Yep. So no one likes to ride around by themselves at Daytona. No one wants to be slow. I don't know if, if he was damaged, but just riding around by yourself is you're, you're screwed. But <laughs> when people get to you, you have to pick a lane. You, you have to, be predictable. You got to be steady. You got to be where you're going to be and not have any second thoughts about it. And that didn't happen. And I know Brian's going to be cussing at me when he listens to <laughs> this because in, in his heart of hearts, he felt that he was simply racing the track and it's it's everybody else's duty to get around him. I do agree with that last part. It is the duty of other cars to pass a slower vehicle. But on a super speedway, <laughs> there are certain things 
that need to happen and 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 they didn't and that's how we ended up with him because if he hadn't done that Twitty's not in the playoffs and we got we got 16 yeah. but because because of that that allowed Twitty to go open up the rule book and <laughs> and and put it on us <laughs> yeah i i don't know i mean i'm i remember watching it live and it just seems like Brian was entering entering turn three or or something. I don't know if he was trying to, you know, pick what line he wanted to try. What what it looked like on the on my on what I was thinking what happened was he was going into turn three. The second pack was coming to him. He didn't. He wanted to lead that pack instead of falling back to the back. So he tried to pick yep. a line. But just, the second pack is like. 10 to 12 mile an hour faster than Brian if was. If not more. <laughs> if not more. So, it one of those things where Brian thought something didn't work. It obviously messed up a lot of drivers. Mm-hmm. Drivers race. And so that's, I mean, I it's a I understand where Brian's coming from about what he said, but at the same time, it's your it's your job to it's the it's the driver's job to get around you but it's your job to hold the line yeah especially and, if, it, if it was any non-super speedway track it, it probably would have been a, a totally different scenario but yeah. that's that's part of what super speedway racing brings and it's kind of not that we have a different rule set for it but you kind of operate under a little different premises when you're on a super speedway yeah it, you just can't sit there and you know, hog up the middle lane and split the pack too. Like yeah. it, this mm-hmm. in general. I'm not talking on Brian here, but this in general, like I've yeah. seen in, even in officials, you see you know, those cars that got trapped a lap down of or you know or what or something like that, and they yeah. they're racing the middle line. It's mm-hmm. like no, like you don't yeah. split the pack. I mean, yeah. you don't. You don't blend yeah. back in the pack. You don't split the pack. You gotta, you certain, gotta try and grab the tail. That's all you can do. Right. There's certain gentleman agreements and certain unwritten rules in super speedway racing. And that's, and Brian broke them like, and it caused a chaos. You know, it's the, the, the track, the drivers weren't expect. They didn't know what Brian was going to do. Cause I'm my teammates were in that race. Uh, Justin and Nate, they, 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 they told me on Tuesday that they didn't know where, where Brian was going to go. I'm like, Oh, (laughs) so I was like, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I went back and rewatched it and I was like, yeah, I would have thought the same thing. I mean, I'm coming up on Brian. That's 20 mile an hour slower than me. I'm not going to, and he's swerving back and forth trying to figure out what line he wants to go. I don't know what line he's going to do. I mean, you saw Nate just like swoop down right behind him and dodge him barely. And Brian by then got spooked and was already wrecking. So and wrecked the whole pack. So yeah. I don't know what he was thinking there. Just yep. get up to the high just line. Gotta, there. Just, just gotta get learn. To, yep. Or, it's or run moment. the bottom. Where wherever. Just it, all the way in one direction take or the your other. Line and hold it. That's it. Yep. That is it. That's that's all we got for Are You Serious? Alright. Bluegrass pick. picks of the week. Here at New Hampshire. Well, Jason was going to go first for the truck series, but now that he's not, 
He can suck it. Europe. <laughs> I believe he won last week, though, for Daytona. He but did. He, I, he, I think he said he got think, two out of three. I don't even know. Who I think we're. So he'd be two, in the lead two, now. One, huh? I think he's two, and you and me are one apiece. Is he two and now. since he joined? Yeah. 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 We can't let this happen. Well, one of us is going to catch him after this week. And it, I'm probably cheating myself because I don't like picking the odds on favorites i like to i like to look for a, a scrappy underdog and with you that with that being said man this is a this is a tough one it's it'd be really easy to pick peak pick keith here um because he's, he's real good on short tracks i know this isn't you know a half mile or anything but it drives like a short track i think it's a it's a mile long isn't it two one hackney yeah uh, it's, a mile. No. it's a mile yeah yeah I, I, I'm not going to take Hackney because that's that's the easy way out. And <laughs> you're probably you're probably going to take him because I'm not. No. Um, but I'm going to roll with my good friend Wes, Wes Wigand. He's, he's locked obviously in the playoffs. He is yet to he is highest in points without a victory. Currently. I like that pick. It's a good pick. And. He actually has the most penalty points on the season. I see a big thirty. <laughs> I see a big thirty-point deduction on there. So without that, he'd be, I think, second in points. So wow. I'm I'm rolling with my main man Wes. He's I've had a blast racing around him and that whole team this year. All those guys are awesome. We race each other nice and clean. Those are uh, some of the best guys on the service as as far as I'm concerned. So yeah. shout out to it's God dang that it's not team. It's not Team Flex. What are they? Flex Motorsports. It's he's not on Flex. Though, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> God, I'm sheesh. Whatever. I'm going yeah. with Wes. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I want to say Hackney, but like, yeah. I'm gonna go with Justin White. Justin White. That was. I almost thought about that myself so i i applaud that pick sir yeah well, i'm gonna go justin white because he's been consistent you know he's daytona was an outlier but that's, in the whole season is. yeah in, in the whole season he's always been up there you know he's not been battling for the win or anything but he's been up there in, in points so, i mean he's won dover he knows yep. he i mean he can do it and it's another mile track and uh, I believe Justin White can uh, get her done. So moving on to Xfinity, I'll pick first for Xfinity. And, you know, there's there's one person, or there's two picks here. There's an easy one, and then there's <laughs> a wild card. All right. I'm not going to choose the easy one. I'm going to go wild oh, card. Let's have there's it. a man out there. He's on Simbox. Who tells me all the time how good he is on flat ovals. Okay. And by golly, if he lives up to the hype, I'll be the smartest man alive. <laughs> Let's have it. Oh, man. I'm going to go. I'm blanking on his last name. Uh, holy shit. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you better get oh, it together. Man. I, I got found it. 
I'm gonna go, Mr. Dougie Doug, Dougie Neal. I'm gonna Dougie go. Dougie Neal. Yeah, Doug Neal, number seventy-seven. I'm gonna give him a shot. He's telling me all the time how good he is at flat ovals. <laughs> I want to pick Doug, you, Doug. Doug, the pressure's you. on. The pressure's on, Doug. You tell me how good you are. <laughs> you tell me you'll be looking forward to this New Hampshire race. See what he's got. Yep. All right, so I guess that leaves it to me. Let's see. There's one I've already I've already picked Michael two times this season. Like I, I can't go back to that well again, even though I feel like he's gonna get it done at some point. Um not I I kinda wanted to take Fritz, just being a, a flat track. I feel like it's one of those where like a, a dirt guy could really excel. But I'm gonna All right, Cup Series pick. I'm so glad I get to go first on this <laughs> one because this is one of the easiest picks I've made this entire season, even though the only one that I thought was equally as easy result resulted in my good friend David Farmer getting punted off the track after dominating. But I'm, I'm going back to the well. His teammate, another man I'm spotting for, a native of the area, a man... <laughs> A self-proclaimed master at New Hampshire. Matt Grenier. It's easy pickings. <laughs> easy Fish pickings. in a barrel. I'm going to, you know, there's another driver. There's a lot of other drivers. There's other drivers, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know... I'm going to pick their regular season champion. I'm going to go the Huffy. H the Huff Meister? Yeah, I'm going Huffy because... The, the paint god himself? Yeah, because <laughs> he's a short track guy as well. He, he is. He's, I think he's won a couple races on short tracks in previous years. He loves short track racing. So I'm going to pick Huffy and... Now that I know Aaron Smith ain't going to be in this in this race, I know it's going to come, it's going to come down to these two um, hopefully battling out. And don't forget me, still got David Farmer can come in. You know. Yep, I'm sure Dave's going to get a couple tips from Matt. And yeah. uh, then you got Cedric's always fast. It, it, it'll be interesting. Yep. As long as... Banging gears, sliding around, yeah. it's going to be good. As long as those three... Drivers who shall not shall not be named be back in this <laughs> session, but I think they got kicked out of league, so we have to. Yeah, have to I, I about believe that. they did. We forgot to touch on that, yep. but it's all good. For those of you who don't know, there's three drivers <laughs> who came into the the NASCAR the Cup Series race. I'm not gonna name their names, but uh, they came in 20 laps in. They wrecked almost three quarters of the field. Um, yeah. Going they, three wide. Going three just, wide. And yeah, it was just a disaster. So they got picked out in the league. They get basically they I uh, believe one got wrecked and then they went after race control. So they all got banned from the league. But. That's that. I think they were there for like two races this season, so no big deal. Nope. <laughs> um for for funsies. For funsies, we could pick 
real life NASCAR Cup winner. There you go. For next week. Where are they at? That was what I'm about to find out because as soon as I started opening my fat mouth, I was like, I'm not even sure <laughs> where they are next week. NASCAR app. NASCAR schedule. That is Kansas. Duh. Oh, we already fuck, I'm going to Kansas. We, we already fuck. talked about this. Oh, <laughs> I'm going stupid. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I'm going Tyler Reddick. I like that. He's going to be ripping the top, which I, he was one of my picks at Darlington because you can go out there and rip the top. Ah, that's a good one. I... One since, I was, since I was kind of making fun of him earlier, Reddick said that's an awesome pick. That's a good one. But I am since since my buddy Kurt isn't there to outduel him again, Kyle Larson's gonna get it <laughs> done this Larson. time. Yep. I think maybe it's gonna it might come down to a Chevy versus Chevy. I looked uh, at the I looked at the weather for for Sunday. I think it's gonna be a Actually, a gorgeous day. Seventy degrees for a high. <laughs> you you've picked a good one to attend, sir. Yeah, last last couple of years, like twenty twenty, it was like twenty. No, it was about thirty four degrees for a high, and those cars driving by you at two hundred miles an hour. Yeah, it was about a twenty to a twenty five degree wind chill. <laughs> yeah, and I was two rows up from the track. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, that was uh, that was absolutely <laughs> miserable. Last last fall race was okay. It was about 65, 60. You know, it wasn't bad. That, this year is going to be absolutely gorgeous. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Per- perfect race watching and alcohol mm-hmm. consuming weather. Oh yeah, definitely. But <laughs> yeah, I you know I can see them two, Raddick and Larson, battling it out for the for the yeah. win. Yeah, Which, coming down in, in that same vein, maybe uh, Christopher Bell makes an appearance, another Bell, track yeah. guy, something that suits his style. So it, it'll be interesting. I, I would expect I would expect all three of those guys to be in the mix, at least at varying stages of the race. So I'm not counting on Chase Elliott either. No, of course, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not counting on Chase either because he's won at Kansas. Yep, yep. That's unless Larson, unless so. they give him the bad engine this week. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us here at Bluegrass Race Up. Catch us as we start playoff racing next week in New Hampshire. Remember, trucks on Monday, Xfinity on Tuesday, Cup on Wednesday. Thanks to our league sponsors, Butt Kicker, Rosa Gems Coffee, Kinder Performance Group, Nitro Racing, and Huffman Design. We'll see you guys after the Hampshire. Peace. Peace.